0: when you are struggling with something asking yourself why you are experiencing it is the absolute worst way to find a solution listen in for what to do instead welcome to the love your
1: food love yourself podcast i am tammy your tenacious and fun-loving host I have been a dietitian for 20 years where I have helped countless women transform their relationship with food and their body. I believe to my core that as you start peeling back the layers to love your food and love yourself, you end up loving your life like never before. And now is the time, my friend. It is time to break up with diet culture, shift your current stories, rev up your internal barometer, and recognize that every body, regardless of size, not only deserves dignity and respect, but can be healthy. Because our habits and how we love on ourselves and think about ourselves is truly what matters. In this podcast, we have real conversations about struggles, insecurities, and false beliefs with loving ourselves and each other through a lens of curiosity, anti-judgment, intuitive eating, spirituality, and a heaping dose of laughter, but maybe some tears and a whole lot of realness.
0: When you start to reflect on your experiences of embarking on intuitive eating or learning to love your food, love yourself, love your life, it can be really easy to fall into asking yourself, why am I like this? Or why am I not already there? Or maybe you're at a stage where you're saying, I know I'm supposed to do X, Y, Z, but I don't. So why do I do that? Does that sound familiar? I know I've, I've been there before and every woman that I've helped or even other genders that I've talked to about this, they'll say the same thing. They'll say, why can't I do this? I know I'm supposed to do this. And I know a big one that comes up is not having distractions on while eating. I know I'm supposed to sit quietly, sit at the table, but why can't I just do that? Or I know I'm not supposed to eat X, Y, Z, so why do I do it? even when our body clearly gives us signals that says, you know, I don't feel the best if I eat blah, 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 And it doesn't really matter what food that is. You know, I'm sure that you have your own things or thing that you say, why do I eat that? I always feel bad, whether you're talking physically or emotionally after that. Now, more often than not, if you feel physically bad after eating something, it can feel a little bit easier to sometimes not have that. For example, somebody who has lactose intolerance, they know that if they eat too much dairy, then they are likely going to be having some bloating and diarrhea and running to the bathroom. And while they may still do that from time to time, it's likely that that they won't, right? Um, we can get into these negative loops of why did I do it? Well, because it tastes good, or oh this, or uh, or we might even start answering ourselves and saying, you know, <laughs> because I'm an awful person, or because I have no self control, or I have no willpower, right? So what happens is when you ask yourself why questions you may or may not actually find any clarity there because what's going to happen is when you ask yourself a why question, your brain will merely start making up answers, whether they're actually something that will make sense or whether they're nonsensical, meaning, you know, they don't make any sense at all. Our brains don't like to not have a loop closed. So, irregardless of what you're asking yourself, your brain is going to answer yourself. And so, really, you know, take a minute to reflect on this and think about it. When you ask yourself a why question, is it helpful? And is the answer actually fact based? Because that's the thing is you'd think that our brains would actually just give us Factual information, but it doesn't. Our brain has multiple different parts that are synergistically, they are working together, but they all kind of have their different functions. And so one of the pieces is that our brain does not like to not have answers. We always like to have answers. We want it to, you know, make sense. And so if you're asking yourself any kind of a why question, your brain is going to basically come up with an answer. So think about this. When was the last time you asked yourself a why question? And whatever answer you came up with, was it helpful? Did it actually help you in any way, shape, or form? And you're probably sitting there now thinking, huh, (laughs) I'm not sure, but you'll now take notice of that the next time. What I also find with asking ourselves why questions, aside from the fact that our brain will try to basically make up answers, is that when we ask ourselves why, it will catapult you backwards. And these why questions just drag us down into the past Versus being really present in this moment of what it is that, you know, you may need in this moment for your healing. Literally think about it. When you ask yourself why, you immediately go backwards. You immediately go into the past of why haven't I already done this? Why am I not good enough? It's one of the quickest ways (laughs) to go down the guilt and shame road. So it's okay to look backwards and to look forwards, but when we do this, we want to do so with a curious mind. And when we really activate this curious mind, and we do this in a very intentional way, self-reflection can really, really help us to align to our highest self and to find some of the answers that we're actually searching for that can actually be helpful. So one of the best ways to do this is to number one, (laughs) stop asking the why questions. Okay. As we talked about just a few minutes ago, but the next thing that you do want to do is to ask yourself more what questions. So every time that you are finding yourself, asking yourself why, because you're going to still ask yourself why, because it's a habit you've, it's something you've already been doing. So it's going to happen again. But in order to break that habit of asking yourself why, you'll need to be aware of it. And then you'll need to intentionally shift that question and start it off with what. This will help you to come more into that present moment. So for example, if you have Ask yourself in the past, or you find yourself asking, why am I not already an intuitive eater? Instead, shift that into something like, what have I learned in my intuitive eating journey so far? If you find yourself asking yourself, why am I so out of control with food? Why can't I control myself around food? Instead, ask yourself, what do I feel like I have no control over? And through that question alone, you might start to find that you feel like you don't have control over other things besides just food. And to shift that question just a little bit further, you could ask yourself, what am I grateful for? So you can intentionally shift from focusing on lack of control to what you're grateful for. And oftentimes we may not have control over them, but it it shifts our energy. So another what question that you might find helpful for you is what am I currently committed to? And, you know, where do I fall on my commitment list? This can be a really powerful what question to again, bring us into that present moment and to really help us to focus and align with what is it that we truly need to nourish ourselves? And and I say nourish going far beyond food, nourish in terms of what do I need in this life, you know, to really nourish me and to really take me to where it is that I'm, I'm wanting to be. And again, it just, it brings us into that, that present moment. So those are some what reflective questions that can be really helpful for you on this journey. And of course, these are some of the questions that are available to you in the, your intuitive life journal, and you can also get them in our communities that we have for you all. So if you're enjoying these type of questions, you can get more there, but I want to shift over into Kind of the next tip. So asking yourselves what questions is very much about, like I said, coming into that present moment. But if you're wanting to truly go deeper and intentionally kind of soar out and go above yourself to obtain more of a bird's eye view of not only yourself, but your life and everything around you if you do this practice, you'll be able to start looking at how things impact each other, and you can ask yourself more relational type questions. So what we had just covered was more coming into that present moment, and now where we're going to go is kind of Going far beyond the present moment and it's more about rising up above and, and really looking as if you're looking down upon your experience. So these are some questions that you could find helpful. How often am I thinking about food and or my body? How do these thoughts serve me and really what are all of these thoughts costing me? Another fly above (laughs) questions that I'll offer you here are who and or what inspires me? And then what can I do to surround myself with more inspiration? So What you'll notice here is that it's just reframing the questions and being very intentional about what is it that we're wanting to gain out of these questions. And the only way to do this, of course, is to slow down and to really take a pause before going into these questions. And on our last episode, we went over around how to be calm around food, but what we taught there around some different breath patterns is one way to actually just slow down, right? Is to intentionally take some breaths and slow down and then think about what it is that you want to think about. Right. (laughs) But that's how complex our brains are is that we can think about what we want to think about. And we can also set intentions for what it is that we're wanting to basically get out of what we're asking ourselves. So instead of just randomly allowing ourselves to just ask questions and why this and why that and why that. Right. Because as soon as you start that why wagon, you'll just get a lot more whys you know, why this and why that and why this and why this, right? You can probably imagine that you want to stop the why wagon and you want to intentionally say, you know what, what do I need right now? Do I need to come more into my present moment or do I need to really kind of go above and look at everything and look at how everything is connected? You know, like what's going to be the most beneficial for you right now in this moment? which method is going to feel better to you. And sometimes it's going to be, hey, I just need to come into the present moment, but sometimes you're going to want to take it deeper and you're you're going to want to go further. And so you want to use this other practice. It's really up to you and you're going to shift and change to what practice it is that you really want to utilize in the moment. And they can change from moment to moment. I find that asking yourself more what questions oftentimes will help you be more grounded. If you find yourself on the Y wagon, or you're kind of feeling more like spinning, asking yourselves the what questions will help ground you into the moment. It's a little bit more of what I call it snap process, right? It's a in the second <laughs> I need to shift, right? You can shift in that second of saying, okay, I'm going from why to what shift. But then if you want to go to the next practice, oftentimes it's helpful to have a little bit more time and space to really do that type of journaling or reflective thinking or reflective walking or whatever method you're using to really have that time and space to unpack those little bit deeper questions and deeper transformations. Because as you unpack those deeper type questions, You're going to find yourself having a lot of aha moments and going, oh, you might actually get an answer of, that's why I did blah, 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 or that's why I've done da, 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 right? You're not asking yourself the why question. You're just actually coming up with the answer without even meaning to, but it'll give you a lot of aha. And when you have that really true aha, you'll then know what to do next. You know, you'll be able to guide yourself into, oh, this is what I'm going to need moving forward. So these deeper reflective type questions really allow you to go from the past and then into the future. Like it's a transformation in the thinking and how you're going to get there. So it's not pulling you down or waiting you down. It's actually lifting you up completely. So I think I've packed enough (laughs) little nuggets here into this episode and just want to share the transformational takeaway is going to be that why questions can highlight our limitations and really just stir up negative emotions. And they might not even make any sense or give us anything while the what or how questions can really help us to be curious and positive about the future. And it can really help shift things from within us. And that is going to be ultimately more helpful for your journey. Okay. That's it for today. Much love.
1: Thank you so much for taking precious time out of your day to connect here. You listened because there is some part of you that is interested in learning to love your food, love yourself, and love your life. But if you're like most women, you have already been down this road before, wishing, hoping, and wanting for something to finally actually work, but things don't change. That being said, if you're committed to creating long-term change, then whatever you do, consider joining our brand new Uplift community. It's a private and safe Facebook community where you're supported by peers and two professional dietitians and intuitive eating counselors. Again, thank you so much for being here. Much love.